For this episode of the World Triathlon Podcast, we go live and direct to Valencia, Spain to speak with Germany's Lisa Tetch. Lisa won Junior World Championship Silver in 2016 before switching her focus to Harvard University, returning as an elite triathlete with World Cup Gold in Antwerp last year. This year, the form has continued, even if the races haven't, and it was bronze this weekend at the Valencia World Cup. So, Lisa Turch, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. Good to have you on. Uh, how are you feeling after yesterday's race? I'm very happy. Um, I had my second podium of the year and my first World Cup podium this year, and I'm happy to end my season with such a good race. Um, that gives lots of motivation for training in the winter and going into next year. The, the sprint finish, there was, it didn't look like there was any intention of you letting up your place on the podium against uh, Baptista of Brazil there. Nope. <laughs> I wanted that medal. <laughs> I was like, this time I'm not going to lose uh, the podium and I'm just going to give it all. And I felt like I, when we went around the last corner, I felt like I still had something left in me. And so I went for it. And yeah. It out. With that finish in mind, was there a sense of maybe there'd been a, a little frustration of 2020 building up in you there and, and you were just desperate to hit that podium in the last stretch? Um, to be honest, I wasn't really, I'm not really frustrated with my season this year. I feel like, although it was an unusual season, um, I still got in some really good races and a lot of winning experiences. So of course there was some disappointment that the Olympics didn't take place, but, um, I'm still happy with how the year went. How was the, uh, the Hamburg WTS, obviously, uh, at the start of September, was a slightly unusual situation. Yeah, but, slightly um, unusual. <laughs> but um, you were very pleased with your performance, presumably. Yes, yes. Well, I wasn't that happy with my swim, um, but I was really happy with my run. It was actually just, I would say, my second race at like the highest level before I just had Tokyo. And then I did a couple European Cups last year, but that wasn't like the mm. usual, like the... Uh, World Triathlon Series level and um, so I just wanted to see where I'm at and how I would how I could hold up to the other people and I was really pleased with my running time I didn't expect um, that to go that well. There's been a few courses to test the the running uh, in the in the handful of races that you have been able to do this year. Yes. Uh, Carla Vivari I mean at the end of a very <laughs> testing course anyway the run you put together there and indeed in Arsicena were incredible yeah I'm, I don't know where that came from but I'm, I'm just really happy that that I that I could consistently show um good runs and that it wasn't like an exception in Hamburg or in Calavivari but that I managed to consistently do a good job on the run mm. and Valencia yesterday uh there was you Nicholas Spirig, Baptista presumably Nicholas Spirig is one of those athletes you just have to admire and, and respect and yes battle in those situations yes particularly on the bike she was super strong I was really impressed how she just went for it and didn't look back <laughs> and just was so strong at the front and then still still managed to do so well on the run I'm yeah blown away a bit it was my first time racing against her so I hadn't that hadn't haven't had that experience yet oh right I don't know I mean, you always hear you always hear people talking how it how it is racing but it's not like until you do it yourself, you don't really know how it is. Like you always have to 
like look where you're at and not compare yourself to other people too much mm-hmm. and so i've like tried to try to go my own way and see what's right for me i don't know like you get too nervous if you like get starstruck and you're like mm-hmm. oh my god there's an olympic champion running next to me i can't do this this is so hard um so i always just try to tone it down and be like we're all just people yeah <laughs> And we all train hard and we all try hard and some days we have good days and some days we have bad days and but but presumably heading into Valencia after those good races you you felt like you had a podium in you where so for example after Azicena uh you know that was just under a month ago where were you after there and and in the build up to Spain um actually after and the World Cup in Azarena had to, a lot of schoolwork to do. Right. So I focused a bit more on that during that time. Um, and I'm fine with that. Um, of course, like, it's hard, it's hard to, like, be on the highest level, both in school and in sport. And so at some time, you just have to accept that you can't, like, do everything perfectly and just see how you... Like it was, it was quite challenging at this, like after Italy to combine school and sports, I have to say. And um, mm. so I wouldn't say I was like in the best shape ever, but I was in decent shape. Right. So yeah, let's just talk about that for a, a bit then. Obviously after Cozumel 2016 as a junior, uh, that was presumably, I mean, you, you raced in Chicago the year before in the world champs, but Cozumel 2016 must've been huge for you as a young triathlete? Yes, yes, that was great. Um, I wasn't, I was hoping to do well because I already won, uh, I was second at European Championships that year, but um, I always feel like it's different when you add in like the rest of the world and you never know what's gonna come out. Mm. And also I had just that summer started studying at Harvard. So I wasn't really sure how that would, like it changed, a lot of things changed and I wasn't sure how that would affect my performance. And so I was happy that it still worked out so well. So that race was what mid September. So you had you had actually that that was at this right at the start of your studies at Harvard, was it? Yes, yes, right. I went in August. Right. So presumably, this was you know a long a long term plan that Cozumel would be the sort of end point. Would would it? And then you were concentrating on your studies. Mm, I wouldn't say it was a long term plan um to like take a little break from triathlon it just happened to work out that way because i joined um the varsity team there and then i just it was just harder to do triathlon in school on my own in the us Mm -hmm. and so running just seemed like a better option at that point for me right so what are you studying at harvard um, I'm studying, so my major is economics mm-hmm. and my secondary is um, human biology. Right. So, yeah, it helps a bit, a little bit with training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're also coming from quite different sides of the uh, sort of intellectual spectrum there, biology and economics. Yes. Is there a middle ground any, anywhere in there? Yeah, because I feel like economics is mostly about how you make decisions. And our decisions are like guided by our evolutionary background, I would say, because in some sort we're still animals. And then when you know how the biology of the human works, you know how, I don't know, that's my, my approach to it. Then you can 
figure out how humans make decisions. Um, yeah. yeah. So where, like pre-Harvard, where were you studying? Um, I'm from... In the US or no? No, 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 no. I was, I was living at home um, mm. in near Frankfurt in Germany. Yeah. And I was going to a normal school and doing a normal degree in normal time and all normal. <laughs> no, no. And then the opportunity to study in Harvard came up or was it something that yes. you'd always... Um, I, I, I did track races in high school and I always wanted to go to the US. I always wanted to like do, spend some time abroad, but it never like quite lined up and so I looked to sports scholarships in the US and just talked to people and I had quite good grades and together with the sport I somehow managed to get in there <laughs> <laughs> and is it uh, is it everything that you hear about you know is it is it an incredible place to to be able to go and study and live yes uh, I, I wouldn't say it's like like what people talk about, um, but it's it's an amazing place with amazing people. There's so many like different and interesting people with so many new thoughts, and it's just great to have the opportunity to meet all of them and like actually being close to them. And like you just um, we we have like a residential system or we had a residential system before the pandemic mm-hmm. um, where we all just lived together in houses and you just saw your classmates um, all the time, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you just like had such close contact with them. And that was really, mm. yeah. Yeah. But also just, um, <laughs> it, it's a little, nah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it is a pressure cooker too. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I mean, everybody has such everybody has such high goals, and like on the one hand that pushes you, but on the other hand, it also like makes you question a lot of things sometimes. Right. But I would say it helped me to really grow as a person and as an athlete, and yeah, and um, also helped me like figure out more about what I want to do and how I want to live my life and stuff like that. And I'm not sure if I would have gotten that at home so sometimes I feel like you have to like challenge yourself a lot in order to grow even if it's uncomfortable you only have to look at the alumni from that university to think do you end up sort of looking around and thinking like who's (laughs) gonna be the next sort of uh yeah yeah I was was just like yeah I'm just gonna try and see and see how this works out and just looked at it as an adventure and I'm really happy I approached it like that and not like like overthought it too much when I went there. Um, so I think once you're there, like everybody's a Harvard student. <laughs> so mm. it's not really that impressive anymore. Yeah. Have you been, I mean, do they have incredible guest speakers come in all the time and so on as well? Then, you know, beyond the course, are there, are there people that have come in and that you've just been absolutely blown away by? Yes, and um, I admit that made it a little bit hard with sports too, because you see, like, you get to know so many other things that you can do, and, like, so many opportunities open up, and you're still like, no, I will go for my run now and train, and not, I can't do everything, (laughs) and I have to focus on what I want and what I can do, and 
um i don't know yeah it's been a difficult it's balance hard. it's like um i feel like people often i don't know i, I rarely talk about this um it's it's just cool but it's also a lot of like so many things are at the same time like you just cannot do everything yeah and at home i i there were weren't so many opportunities so i wasn't like used to having like so many different events and having to decide what i want to do <laughs> mm. um yeah yeah that the sort of added responsibility of kind of having to make the decisions between it's not like right i'm doing this now i'm doing this now it's like i could do this or this or this now yes yes and it's all cool and it's all exciting and you want to do all of it <laughs> but on the other hand you have to take care of yourself and not overdo it because if you use up all your energy it's also not nice anymore so are you studying remote is everybody studying remotely at the moment there or um at harvard it's yeah it's remotely for everybody except for the freshmen mm -hmm. um so i think all yeah second third and fourth year are off campus right um and i'm i'm at home yeah I'm studying at home yeah so you're Which in france i never expected to do <laughs> i went abroad and now i'm back at home <laughs> yeah so That's actually if you had been if the pandemic hadn't struck would you not have raced Arzicena and Valencia because you'd have been studying probably yes but if the pandemic wouldn't have been like everything would have been a lot different right like my original plan I took last year off to qualify for the Olympics mm -hmm. and if I had had like a full summer of racing I think by that time I would have been happy to go back and have like a calm some uh, fall of studying <laughs> mm. so it was all a little bit different than planned but I'm still happy with everything so not with everything, but overall, with with how 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 I'm managing the situation, I would say. Okay. Trying to make the best of it. And as far as Olympic qualification for next year, then what's the? What's the plan? Yeah. Um, Germany is doing like a sort of time trial triathlon qualification for the mixed team relay, and that's supposed to take place in May, and so I will prepare for that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I want to want to race um, World Triathlon Series and World Cups and just gain more experience. I would say for me, it's still it's still about learning. And of course, I want to do well, but I feel like I I've been away for quite some time, and I've just been back for like two years. Yeah, and one and a half, really, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> depends on how you want to count this year. <laughs> so, yeah. So you will, you, you're going to sort of try and do the full study sport juggle next year then for the, for the qualification period. Yes. Yes. It's, I admit it's not like this, the, the, probably not the best, best uh, preparation for the Olympics, but um, I decided that I, um, I want to just finish my degree and do it. Mm. And I want to do it at some point. And I think like now is the, best time to do it and not when all the races are going on again and i'm sitting there being like i want to race here i want to race here and i have to study yeah well and maybe to to get a first olympic experience in when you haven't got a huge amount of expectation on yourself so 
Tokyo, you know, maybe the build-up won't have been ideal, but if you get there, great, experience it. And then Paris 24, you can go in there with a slightly more clear picture of how you want to attack the race or take on an Olympic race, right? Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I want to try and do my best that I can get to Tokyo, but also I'm just, I just really love the sport and I love the training and I love going to all the races here. So I would be super happy if I make it, but even if I don't make it, like I will continue like, and just see what comes next. Yeah. And so Antwerp last year, when you had, you know, made your first kind of comeback and and were building towards that summer of preparation for, for this year, that, that first season back, uh, so I spoke to you after the, after your gold in, you know, straight after the race, you're obviously like ecstatic and maybe a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. um, that was great. <laughs> yeah. It was totally unexpected. <laughs> that medal. I just, I think that was my third race back and I was my first world cup and I was like somewhere between, I think it was like second to last on the lineup. <laughs> and I was a little bit afraid of the cobblestones. But for some reason, like once I'm racing, I'm I'm not worried anymore. I just think about the moment and just want to do my best. And in that case, it it helped me. And yeah, because I mean, I I ran together with Laura for a long time. That's uh yeah, another German athlete, and I know her. And it it was it was fun to to race her. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess going into the race, actually, she was certainly among the favorites i think she was coming back from some time out as well um but yeah you just absolutely crushed that run yeah i don't know what happened sometimes it works out really well (laughs) i hope it will keep happening again at the right times (laughs) so there is a bit of that is there with triathlon racing that you just you might find yourself you know a kilometer into the run and you're just like actually this is this is going great and I still feel good and I'm within in with a touch and then those gaps keep tightening and you're not necessarily doing anything massively different but things are just you know th- that feeling of the potential of a very good performance just sort of starts to seep in does it yes yes and then when you when you feel strong and then you're pulling away a little bit more and a little bit more and you're like oh this might work out well today that's a great feeling and I feel like that also always gives you like a little bit of extra energy even like so you're already good and then you you get even more more out of it you learn more from your bad races or not from your bad races but the races that didn't go like perfectly well i feel like oftentimes like you only want to look at the wins but i feel like i've learned like the most from races that that didn't go well and when races go well you're just happy (laughs) and excited but yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, well, yeah, speaking of Laura, there's also Nina Eim, right? Lena Meissner yeah. and Anya. And, you know, the strength of German triathlon at, at the moment is if you throw in Jonas Schomburg and Justus Nieschlag today, you know, there's just two of the men who are doing really well. There's, there's a huge amount of potential there for, well, and competition for places for, for the Olympics and mixed relay and so on. Yeah, I'm really excited for... For, to see what we can do um, in the mixed team relay. I think we already have secured a spot and I think we can put together a great team for the Olympics and I want to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you and you raced it in Hamburg, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, but it was also just my second mixed team relay race ever. So I admit I was a little bit nervous going in <laughs> because I was I was on first position and I yeah I wasn't sure how like how fast people would like would go yeah like how high that pace would be like olympic and sprint distance i've done but that one was was a new level <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean is it something that you will train specifically for and presumably like you say just having experienced that race and knowing how hard you need to hit the gas from the go it's all a learning uh, process right yes for sure it, i would say it's always a learning process um I will train specifically for it, but I also think it doesn't, there, like, there's no contradiction between training for the mixed team relay and the sprint distance or, like, Olympic distance races. Mm. Just, the mixed team relay is so fun because there's some, can, so many different things can happen. Like, you, like, triathlon in itself is already such, such an experience um, and such an adventure, but if you put together four people in a row, together yeah. with different teams like that's a whole different story yeah and that's really cool and i mean what an amazing event to be able to have for the first time on super saturday of an olympic games right making yeah. its debut um certainly here it will be in the evening on the saturday night and i just think it's gonna really kind of capture the imagination of olympic fans all over the world really so it's a brilliant shop window for triathlon Mm-hmm. Also because it's so so short distances and there's so much action in there, mm. so people I hope will enjoy watching. So, I mean, outside of triathlon, has twenty twenty kind of given you lots more time than you expected to study? Have you been been able to be fairly uh, sort of strict with your time and and so on to to keep on top of your studies as well as everything else? Yes. Yeah, I I've been I've been. I've been pretty busy with fitting everything together and I'm, I'm quite happy about that. I haven't had too much time to think about uh, everything that's going on around us. And I've just like focused on getting my studies done and getting my sport done and spending some time with family and, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's quite, it's quite challenging sometimes. I think like sport and studying is like, helps you to like when you do sports you turn off from studying and when you study you turn off from sports so that's um, a nice nice balance there yeah and then this will be will this actually be your last year of studying yes yes i'm in my fourth year and an undergrad takes four years in the u.s so Mm -hmm. i will be done in may hopefully (laughs) obviously it's been quite a historic weekend in the states as well this weekend uh do you feel (laughs) Do you feel happy that you've been at a safe distance from it or would you quite wish you'd been there to, to be like really experiencing it all firsthand? I'm quite happy in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about the lectures. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm not qualified enough to have an opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, but I can imagine. I how... admit I like the end, <laughs> <laughs> but the process was painful. <laughs> It was, the process was definitely painful. I, I, and Harvard must be a, a pretty political place, is it? Or is it the sort of place where actually it's sort of left to one side and people don't really tend to talk about that too much? Oh, people, people, no, people talk about it for sure. Yeah. People, people have an opinion. 
But the good thing is, like, I feel like people have, like, a reasonable opinion. Like, you can, they have an argument and they want to make you understand their opinion and they're not just, like, blankly putting statements on you. Right. It's not just A or B or black or white. Yes. There's uh, room for... to it and room for explanation and oh, that actually so talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so, you know, if you couldn't be there and you weren't at home, then being on the podium in Valencia, pretty nice way to spend the weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, also, I don't know if I like, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that like people are putting on races and that I get the chance to race and, and still, still have like a little bit of the triathlon lifestyle, even though other things are going on in the world. Um, I really yeah. appreciate. It. Yeah, the protocols are obvious for anyone to see, but you know they're not too onerous. You know, for you as athletes, you're still able to concentrate fully on what you need to do right yes yes i think they're like i think it's they want to have a lot of less spectators spectators but um i'd rather have a race with not so many spectators than no race at all uh, so i'm just 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 happy that that it still works out yeah of course and in the build-up to Valencia, I mean, the weather looked absolutely appalling. What was happening? Yep. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> but I've been here last year already for European Under-23 Championships, and the weather was awful, too. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, this is Valencia. Valencia has bad weather. I'm fine. It will be fine in the end. It, it was fine in the end. <laughs> so for me, it was calm. I was used to that from last time. I mean, there were videos of, like, car park absolutely and, flooded and yeah <laughs> i mean how presumably that must have put a real dampener on your training as well and kind of preparations for the race did it on the one hand yes but on the other hand like before the race i usually don't like i try to rest more and right it's, it's would say like you you can arrange with it mm -hmm. it wasn't it was i wouldn't say it wasn't impacting my training much right and as far as actual race conditions, it, it was quite slick, but it was obviously yeah. like the sun was coming out, right? And as far, and the course wasn't ever going to be too much of a, an issue, was it? Oh, I, I would say it was an issue. Like it was always, the sun sometimes peaked out, but there were always like, was always a little bit of rain. So it was still wet, like right. even right before the start, like it started to rain again. We were waiting for the lineup, <laughs> right. um, but then we were racing then got nice again but the course was wet it was quite challenging sometimes are you leaving valencia um today? no i'm actually leaving tomorrow right um i wanted to take a flight today but they didn't take bags anymore because everybody's obviously leaving today so yeah. i was too late <laughs> <Stupidly>. i was <laughs> like well i will have one holiday then <laughs> yeah <laughs> Our thanks to Lisa Turch for coming on the World Triathlon Podcast. Don't forget, you can watch all the racing back from this year, including the men's and women's action in Valencia, on demand on triathlonlive.tv. Thanks for listening.